Did you know that I'm a published author? My book sells 100 homes a year. It's a bestseller, and it teaches real estate agents and lenders how to actually think about doing business in the 21st century. And I want to give you your free copy. All you have to do is go to www.kristamayshore.com slash sell100. That's one zero zero. If you'd like to learn new digital marketing strategies, you've got to get this book and join the other agents and lenders whose businesses in life is being absolutely transformed. Go to www.kristamayshore.com slash sell100 to get your free digital copy today. Hey everyone, are you fired up? Because I sure am. I've got a best New York Times best-selling author here, Adrian Gostick, and he is here to just talk to you all about teams and showing gratitude and leadership and uh, you are going to learn a lot so welcome adrian thanks krista thanks for having me i'm super happy to have you yes yeah, so you've got a pretty big resume we've done a lot of books yeah um, some folks may know us from our book the carrot principle we wrote a book called all in on corporate culture huge study with towers watson three hundred thousand people um, and our latest book is called Leading with Gratitude. It's coming out March 3rd and with HarperCollins and based on really a culmination of about a million people we've surveyed over the last decade. So talk to me a little bit about that because obviously our listeners really uh, you know, want to perform best, the best they can in life and really show up um, as leaders and with good positive light. So tell us what you found in that study. What we find is that gratitude is actually one of those things that is, is actually practiced the least at work. You know, we, we feel like, you know, everything that we get is sort of on our, on our shoulders. We, we, we accomplish everything. And we fail to notice that a lot of times at work, the people whose shoulders we stand on, all those people who add value and help us. And so we were really interested in this. It's like, why, why do we express gratitude less at work than anywhere else? So Adrian, thank you so much for that. It sounds like something's like snapping or, or clicking. I'm not sure what it is, but if you can just be careful with maybe with your um your mic. Let me hold it right up to my mouth. Okay. Yeah, sorry about try that. It again. Yeah, no, no problem. Okay, great. So, um, so 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 meaning you people have trouble showing gratitude at work, and how does that affect? What what what's the effect of that of not showing gratitude? What we find is that really when we do a lot of employee engagement surveys, we see our little firm, The Culture Works, we survey dozens of different organizations every year. So we have you know, tens of thousands of employees. Typically the most frequently cited complaint an employee has with their manager is that he or she doesn't show me appreciation for my work. And when we talk to managers, they believe that's ah, not really that important. My people, all they care about is promotions, money, things like that. And they don't realize how important this is to the people in their care. And so what we find is, uh, you know, we interviewed a lot of uh, CEOs for the book, dozens of you know, really successful people who run some of the biggest companies in the world who have brought gratitude into their leadership practices. And in most cases, they had to learn this. Many of us just aren't naturally gifted at saying thank you in very meaningful ways and also identifying the value that's created around them. Okay, so talk to us about meaningful ways and then, uh, and then also identifying the value around them so that people that are listening can get an idea. And how can they apply this if they don't have, if they're not a manager, how can they apply it in their everyday life? Well, one of the people I, uh, we interviewed for the book is a guy named Alan Mulally, who was the CEO of Ford Motor Company for about nine years. He saved Ford Motor Company uh, from about 2006 to 2014. He saved the company. 
And in fact, I was with him this past weekend in a, in a conference. And one of the things that he did when he came in to, to Ford, and Ford was such a button down place. It was a, a culture of fear. You didn't bring up anything that wasn't going right because, you know, your head would be on the chopping block. His first meeting with all the employees, hundreds of thousands of people around the globe tuning in, and there was a nice Ford standing by him as he was presenting to all the employees. And he said, look how beautiful this car looks. Who, who polished this car? And there was a couple of guys who had polished the car. And he brought them up on stage. And he recognized them for their hard work. And it sent an amazing message that he wasn't worrying about the senior leaders and bringing them out to show how they deferred to him. He brought the two lowest guys in the room up on the stage. And he thanked them for their work. And it sent an amazing message around the organization is that this is a new place. We care about everyone. And we're going to, as he says, we're going to love them up. Now, this is an engineer. He, he ran a commercial airline for Boeing for many years and, and turned that organization. He actually designed the 777, Alan Maloney. And so he's a very technical guy who realized he had to lead with gratitude. And, and the second part of your question is, you know, what do we, how do we bring this into our personal lives if maybe I'm not a manager? Well, the thing is, those people we find who are more grateful actually are happier in life overall. You know, there's a lot of studies we, we show in the book about how we can do this and, and what it'll impact our physiology and our mental makeup. But one of the best things it can do is really impact our families, too. Um, so we interviewed a lot of these senior leaders who actually have gratitude practices in their homes. So I, I'm just curious, Krista, do you do this with your family? Do you, do you, do you teach your kids or do you, do you have some ways of showing that you're grateful to others around you in your life? Yeah, we actually, it's one of the things I teach my students is one of the, one of our daily practices is actually writing out six things that, the, that we're grateful for every single morning. And so we find that, you know, you get more of what you focus on. So when you focus on what you're grateful for, you get more of what you're, what you're, what you're grateful for, right? So instead of focusing on things that aren't working, we focus on things that are. So it absolutely helps. One of, one, of the, uh, one of the leaders we interviewed, he has this practice in his house where, you know, the dinner conversation normally is, what went on at school today? Nothing. You know, so what'd you learn? Nothing. And he says, so we decided to change that up. And so he says, we asked three questions, you know, he says, first off, what, what's some, what was something that great happened in your day to day? You know, so they have to identify that. The second is, who are you grateful for? Um, that's not at the table today? And why are you grateful for them? And they said, well, you know, Bobby threw me a touchdown pass. And I'm glad he looked at me. You know, those silly little things, but they're grateful. That's what they're grateful for. And the third question is, who are you grateful for at the table who hasn't been thanked yet? And he says, when I first started doing this, my kids thought this was the stupidest thing they'd ever heard of. And he says, after a couple of weeks, they started inviting their friends over. He says, now my dad's going to ask you these three questions. You know, what do you, you know, da, da, da. And, and, and he says, now it's part of who we are. And he says, we do it every night at dinner. And it's just brought our family together. And just like what you do with your six ideas every morning, they do this to end their days. And it makes them much more grateful. Yeah. For example, I can just show you this morning I wrote down, um, my hubby being so happy lately. Jalen coming over for dinner, dinner with the girls, the food was good, the book, my book is complete, um, good ideas about the divorce book. <laughs> that was my, what I wrote this morning for my, what I was grateful for, so. 
Awesome. And that's great, isn't that? You know, it's specific. And it also gets us thinking. One of our, our agent, actually, our book editor, he says he begins every day. He's got a, he's got a little box of pictures, photographs of memory. You know, there's his kids, his grandkids, and he'll pick one out. Every morning, he says, I start this in my office. I pick it out and I think about that time and I write that person a little note. He says, I was just thinking about the time we were in um, Lake Tahoe and we did this, this. Wasn't that a great time? And thank you for being such a great influence. And he just sends them off a little note. And he says, it just helps me start every day with gratitude. So that, that, that's wonderful. So with, when you do this, based upon your research, so you found, how many people did you, did you do the study on? We have now surveyed, now these are all working adults. We've surveyed now more than a million people. And what we find is we dug back in the data to find what makes people, because as we do the analysis, we're finding out, are you satisfied in your job? Are you feeling like you're going to want to leave your job? Because there's a very light, high likelihood if you're satisfied in your work and you, are, and you want to stay with your employer, you're much more likely to be happy with your work, right? And so one of the things we found is that those people who are most satisfied and most, um, most engaged and most willing to stay with the organization and really excited about their work every day are those that felt from their team members, from their managers, a high degree of gratitude. They felt like my work is valued here. And it's not just all those thank you, thank you, thank yous. You know, it's not high-fiving people as you walk down the hallway. But it's something meaningful. You know, Krista, I watched your last podcast. That was really great. I love those insightful questions you asked about this, this, and this. Well, all of a sudden, I know that you actually are paying attention to my work and that you, you believe it, it adds value to our organization. Whereas, you know, a lot of times we hear from employees, not only does my manager not recognize me, but in many cases, they feel under assault. You know, I do a lot of executive coaching and and that's one of the things I hear the most is, as I, I do 360 interviews with the team before I begin coaching the coach. And these aren't bad people. You know, coaching sometimes has this rap of, oh, it's the, you know, it's the people are just about to be fired. I, I would never take somebody like that on as a, as a coaching client. We take on people who are doing really good, but they, they're just something that's keeping them from maybe getting the next promotion or getting, uh, getting the engagement levels they want. And what we find is that, their people just don't feel listened to, don't feel respected, and don't feel recognized for what they do. Gotcha. Okay. So when people um, start feeling recognized and they feel appreciated, tell me what you found happens. And how, yes. often, how, how long does it take to turn that around? Yeah, it's a great question because one of the worries that a lot of people have is if I just start doing this, I'm going to look like I'm bogus, right? All of a sudden I'm coming in and I'm, hey, good work, everybody, you know. And there's a reason when we, want, when we turn on TV nowadays, every other television show is a makeover show. You know, it's Gordon Ramsay's built an empire on this. We love, as people love to see transformation. And yet we don't want to be vulnerable ourselves, right? We don't want to say, you know, I haven't been very good at this. I need to be better at recognizing when people are helping me around me. I need to be better at showing the, uh, the value that it's created around me and, and thanking people for it. So what's wrong with going to those people that you care the most about and saying, I'm trying to be better at this and I'd like you to hold me accountable if I'm not. That's what we find when, I, when we coach people. It's, there's a couple of things they need to really improve. The first is you gotta have the courage to say, I'm willing to change, right? Mm -hmm. You gotta have the humility to actually stick with it and, and believe that 
you know, you're willing to listen to others and say, I could get better. And the discipline to actually keep doing this day after day, because as you know, most, most of our best intentions fail after a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. So what, what strategies do you recommend um, putting into place or how do you get people in more of a habit of actually showing appreciation? One of the things that we really do recommend is that you walk in other shoes. So, you know, whether this is with your family or whether this is with, you know, people who you work with, and, and that's what leading with gratitude is a lot about not only leading a work team, but we all lead. We all lead, you know, whether we, you know, coach a sports team or we have a, we have a dance group that, you know, that we lead at, with, with kids or whatever it is. We're all involved with leading in, in our lives. So how do we do this? Well, one of the things is, as I mentioned, you develop greater empathy. You start to understand people. One of the, one of the leaders we interviewed in here was uh, one of the senior leaders of Fairmont Hotels. And every year he spends a day doing a different job in the hotel. He says, this last one, he says, I, I worked a day doing house, cleaning, house cleaning in the rooms. He says, and it's a hard job. You leave your cell phone uh, in your locker, you get, get the outfit on, and off you go. And you clean for eight to nine hours. And he says, did I develop empathy for the people doing that? Yes. He says, but I also came up with a couple of ideas that could maybe help them in their work. And so you've got to really start with that idea of understanding where people are coming from. The second thing I would probably recommend, there's a lot of ideas in the book. The second thing is you look for small wins. You know, you're not looking for just the big things. Sometimes we wait, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to recognize anybody until they've done something really big. But we know with our kids, you can't do that. You've got to, it's like going to a soccer game that, you know, your son's playing in and saying, hey, parents, this is getting really annoying, clapping for every good kick. And let's just clap at the end. And only if they win. And that's what we do at work, right? Uh, we don't cheer for every step forward. And of course, we know in our personal lives, we've got to, but we don't in our, in our, in our work lives. So you've got to reward every little step forward. Um, when I was in college, I, I, you know, you have to take a few silly little classes. So I took bowling, right? And the first day they teach you, don't aim at the pins, aim at the arrows up front. Because if you aim at the arrows, you're more likely to hit the pins. And, and so the point is, you aim for small incremental goals. And when, when those around you hit them, you thank them and you appreciate them. That's the great step toward getting to those, those big goals. Gotcha. Okay. And then, so really celebrating small wins that people are doing along the way. Um, and when you do that, what do you see happens? What's the end result? What we found in our research is that those organizations that were better at this were more than three times more profitable than those organizations that won't. Now, now that's a big deal for organizations. And so I get a lot of senior leaders who say, well, you know, why doesn't everybody do it then? And that's the, that's the $64,000 question, right? It's like, why in the world wouldn't everybody do this? Well, it's hard. And, it's, and we get so focused in our day-to-day -day lives of looking for, for mistakes. You know, I interviewed one leader who, who said, you know, I learned this um, the hard way. He says, I was... I was the guy, I was the fix-it guy. I was going through the, you know, the factory looking for everything that was wrong. And he says, I finally learned that my people had a nickname for me. They called me the seagull. I come in, crap on everything and leave. And he says, wow. I, it was really devastating to me, he said. So I said, I realized I had to start now with positivity. Start with looking for those things that were going right. And he says, so that's what I began doing. And, and he actually started every day. He still does this. 
His name's Carlos Aguilera. He works for the Avis Budget Group. He starts every day with 10 pennies in his right pocket. When he recognizes somebody for living one of the core values of the Avis Budget Group, he moves a penny from his right pocket and he puts it in his left. You know, it's a simple little thing, right? But it's taught him to always think of the positive. So am I looking for things that are going right? And of course, he still corrects people when they're doing things wrong, but it's forced him to think in a very different way. And so, you know, coming back to your question of, you know, what does this mean? For managers, we found that those managers who are better at this, better at gratitude and valuing people and rewarding them, they had much higher levels of, of employee engagement, profitability, but also higher levels of customer satisfaction. In other words, when you treat your people well, you treat, you know, they will treat your customers better. And if also you're looking to be promoted, this is an excellent attribute to, to gain as well as this idea of, of being grateful and it builds great uh, camaraderie around you. Gotcha. Okay. So you're three times more profitable and then the customer service goes up. So your, your people that are actually working that are your customers are happier, which is amazing just by showing gratitude and appreciating people. I love that. So the gratitude comes from personally showing gratitude, but then also showing gratitude and being thankful for the people that are around you and that are, that are part of your team. Absolutely. Okay. This book sounds really great. I'm excited to read it. And you have so much research back behind it. And it's, what is it called again? The book is called Leading with Gratitude. I'll show you one more time. Leading and, with Gratitude right. by Adrian Gostick. And we'll have a link to that. Um, oh, thanks. That's great. For sure. And, and it comes out in March. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So everyone, remember, put this on your, on your list, on your calendar. Go and when you stop the car, wherever you're listening, put it in your calendar and remind yourself to, in March, to check out this book and to look for it. Because his last book uh, was a New York Times bestselling book. And that was called what again, Adrian? Our last book um, was called The Best Team Wins. We've also had a book called All In and The Care Principle. And, and thanks, Krista. This, this book is, is near and dear to our hearts. There's a lot of data in there, but it's really not a data book. It's a book about stories. It's really stories about how people have changed their lives by practicing this. And, and I, you know, you'll laugh, you'll cry. And it really is one of those books that you know, really tugs at the heart, but it gives you lots of practical steps. So, so thank you so much for your interest in our work. Appreciate it. Is it going to be on Audible? Uh -huh, yeah. Chester and I recorded the book, or my co-author and I, which is, if you've never done an audio book, it's a fascinating experience. I know there are people who dig ditches for a living and then they have hard work. But this was just this slog where you, for days you just record this book and it's only six hour audio book, but, but it is, it's hard work. <laughs> so it was good for us. I, I, um, I actually um, have, have two books that are being published and I haven't yet recorded the audio because I, I recorded my Sell 100 Homes a Year book uh, audio and it is a task. I mean, you don't realize, number one, how many times you have to repeat yourself and just your voice. It's like you can't do it in these big, long chunks of time because your voice can't handle it. And there's, then all of a sudden you reach a word like cumulative and you can't say it. They, yeah. they're trying to, you know, and there's nothing they can do. <laughs> yeah, and then you've got the editors that are just yeah. like, you know, oh my gosh. Yeah. Why did I write that word? Why did I type that word? I should have used, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. Well, good. I, I love listening to audiobooks. So I'll definitely, and I put it on my calendar as soon as we, um, uh, are done with this recording. So I make sure I go and, and look it up and, and put it on my wish list. So that'll be, that'll be awesome for, okay, great. So Adrian, what else can you tell us for our listeners? I mean, we have a lot of entrepreneurs, um, real estate professionals, local professionals, and people that are just trying to, to be the best version of themselves. What other tactics and strategies from your, you know, many books that you've written would you give 
in, in addition to showing gratitude and also showing gratitude to, of others' work. Yeah, we've talked about sort of the family side of gratitude. We've talked about the employee side. One of the things that is really important for an entrepreneur, for real estate professionals, et cetera, is to really be grateful to your clients as well. And uh, you probably are. Oh, oh no, no, I send them a, I send them a little, you know, a gift certificate afterwards. Great. You know, and chances are it's a gift certificate you care about. No, this is my favorite restaurant. It's like, is do they care about it? <laughs> you know, yeah. is that, gotten to know them during this process and it's something that's very meaningful to them that you're going to be thanking them with as well as during the process really helping them feel valued by what they're contributing to this process boy you know the way you went through that you know the you know if it's a real estate uh, you know agent the way you went through that that uh, property really helped me see new things you know valuing people as you go is very powerful so are we valuing those clients, our suppliers? Are we making those people around us understand how important they are? One of the people I was with this past weekend was the CEO of Texas Roadhouse. You know, 600 locations across this country. And when he has his annual meeting in a nice, wonderful place like Miami or Hawaii, he invites about 500 of his vendors to come. And he says, boy, do they work harder for us after that. They're always worrying about giving us the best price, the best quality, because I invite our vendors in to, to, to everything good we're doing in our organization. And it's really smart. If you ever go to a Texas Roadhouse, you know quality is always off the charts. And it's because they treat their customers, their vendors like, you know, like they're, you know, the, the stars they are. Yeah, I love it. This has been such valuable information. It's, you know, the funny thing is we, we, we all know this mm -hmm. and we've, we hear about it from all great thought leaders, but it's so easy to forget, you know, and even right now as I'm listening to you, I'm going, oh my gosh, I need to start making sure that I'm more thankful to my employees and my teammates and make sure they know how much I love them because, you know, with the grind of work and the grind of just being an entrepreneur and running a business, it gets difficult sometimes It does to do that. And so yeah. being reminded is so, so important. Okay. So I always end every single, um, every single podcast asking people just saying one thing, if you can give one piece of advice to everyone listening to better their career and better their personal, personal life, what would it be? It really would be to be more grateful. And, and that's not just thanking people more. It is being more observant about how hard people work to help us. And, you know, how, how people sacrifice, how people give us ideas and input. We tend to feel like, you know, it's this imposter syndrome, right? We don't want to be found out that we don't know everything. And we want to be the smartest person in the room. And what I found is those great leaders, those really successful entrepreneurs, and we interviewed lots of billionaires and really successful people for this book. They don't want to appear like they're the smartest person in the room. They want others to feel like they are the smartest person in the room. And they make people feel so good being around them. We love being around people like that, who just make us feel valued and appreciated. So if there's one tip, it is to open our eyes up, to be more grateful. With all these million people we researched, what we found is it's, it's, not, it's not, you know, uh, worldly possessions or even our health that makes us grateful and joyful. It's actually gratitude that makes us joyful in our lives. 
Gotcha. Okay. So everyone, you heard it. Be grateful. Adrian Gostick, his book is coming out. We'll have it in the show notes um, in March. Be sure to watch it. And Adrian, thank you so much. I know you're busy. I appreciate all the great value bombs we've given. And now it's just a matter of people actually going out there and remembering this and putting it into practice. Because as we always say, information is great, but if you don't actually put it into use, it doesn't help you. So thank you, Adrian. I really appreciate it. And I cannot wait to see the success of your book. Thanks, Krista. Appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. You guys have a great day. Make, make it a great day. I will see you on the next episode. And as always, thank you so much for this little bit of your time. I really appreciate it.